Kick back and relax with Mark and Carol as they describe Beverly Hills 90210. So as you can see, this is a brand new thing, but also sort of an old thing. Carol and I have decided to spin off the 90210 series and do its own series itself, which will come out every Monday, as you can see. We don't have openings for this because these were originally part of the original episodes that we did of Massive Late Fee. So this is a brand new opening, welcoming you to the show. Enjoy this episode of 90210. So 90210, go ahead, Carol. Speaking of lame, let's talk about 90210. <laughs> All right, 90210 this week, uh, very Brenda-heavy episode, and Luke, Perry, uh, Dylan. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was, yeah, okay, I remember what happened now. Yeah, so it was a very Brenda-heavy episode. So Someone called Brenda-centric. Yes, yes, that, that could be our new word, Brenda-centric. Um, so she's supposed to babysit and she's looking for a copy of what movie was it? Are you kidding me? No. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Every woman's favorite movie, 1987's Dirty Dancing. So she wanted to watch, I don't know why you would assume that babysitting means watching Dirty Dancing though. That seems weird. Like, does she not work when she babysits? I work when I babysit. I don't have time to sit around and watch movies. I think when she babysits, she wants to have the time of her life. <laughs> so No one. Okay. So she went to three different video stores to find a copy of this movie. It's like, if you like it that much, go to the mall and buy it. Seriously? Anyway. Yeah, go to whatever. Harmony F-Y-E. House. Um, I don't know. Anyways. She, uh, it gets canceled because the kid has the chicken pox and Dylan and Brandon are working on the car and, um, Dylan says that she should see like a better movie and see it on the big screen with him. So he wants to take her to see what, what did you say it was like a Marx brother movie? Yeah. Animal crackers. Yeah. See, I've never seen or even really heard of these movies. Um, all, every one of their movies was based on. Every one of their movies was, the title was another word for nonsense. Animal crackers, horse feathers, duck soup. (laughs) All those things mean nonsense, basically. Well, I mean, okay, duck soup, I could see somebody eating a bowl of duck soup. Animal crackers exist, but horse feathers? Horses don't have feathers. That's nonsense. Yeah, well, horse feathers is just a term meaning nonsense. It's a really, really old term. I, I think it goes back to, they all just mean nonsense. Okay. They, but those, I think horse feathers goes back to even colonial times where someone would say, you know, they'd make some claim and they'd say, that's horse feathers, meaning, you know, it doesn't exist. It's nonsense. Okay. Kind I of gotcha. Thing. Okay. So they're going to go see this movie and he decides to stop by his apartment or his house or apparently yeah. he doesn't live in the hotel anymore. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that, but are we sure that wasn't the hotel? It might Just have from been. a different view. Yeah, it might have been the hotel that he was at with his dad and the people. So he gets his dad's there, and he doesn't even know his dad's in town. Yeah. They get in this big fight. By the way, not the best Marx Brothers movie. Duck Soup is the best Marx Brothers movie. Okay. That's the one where he pretends to be the count of some made-up country. It's got political sort of allegories. It's very, it's funny. 
Okay. All the Marx Brothers are good, but I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go see a film festival of all their some of their movies. I could take or leave. Okay. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't go to a film festival of Marx Brothers. I, I know you wouldn't. Yeah. But this is what he has chosen to invite Brenda to do on a date. Yeah. But he ends up getting in this huge fight with his dad. Everything he does is is something someone forty years older than he is would do. Because he is. Drives a classic Porsche. Go see uh, movies from 1932. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. It's just, he seems, he's, I guess, an old soul. Right. I suppose they're they're trying to go for that James Dean. Down to the car, but that car is very reminiscent of the car James Dean died in, actually. Oh. Creepy. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he gets in a huge fight with his dad. Yeah. His dad said, I asked you to do some things while I was gone. I'm assuming illegal things based on what Brandon and Brenda's dad say. Yeah. Their dad decides that he doesn't want Brenda dating him because he thinks that he is bad news only because his dad's bad news, which is dumb. Like, yeah, he says it's bad news bears, Brenda. (laughs) But um, he gets really upset Mm -hmm. and, you know, goes like running out and Brenda's, you know, chasing after him. And then he starts screaming. Yeah. He goes full psychotic. Yeah. And it's like the, you know, you're tearing me apart from the James Dean thing to, uh, to kind of rebel without a cause. But, or, or was that in giant? I don't remember. I think it was rebel without a cause. Either way, he goes full crazy. He picks up, she says something like, just calm down or why can't you just talk or something like that. He picks up a flower pot and just smashes it on the ground. Yeah. Totally crazy. She runs away. He chases after her, grabs her. And, you know, she, he says, you know, it's, I'm sorry. It's not you or whatever. They start hugging. And then he just starts crying and saying that his dad drives him nuts and, and all this stuff. It's so weird because it seems like a huge overreaction. Yeah. To his dad just yelling at him. Yeah, but I mean, they also hadn't seen each other in like more than a year, so I think there was a lot more going on there than just his dad yelling at him this time. Yeah, I think there's a lot of history there, obviously. But um, what's weird to me is this is this is their first kiss. You know, he's he's like screaming and she's running and there's crying and there's hugging and they start kissing and like I realize emotions were high, which can you know lead to stuff, but. Didn't seem like a romantic moment to start making out. Maybe she likes that, though. Uh, All that drama and shit. Maybe. You know, it's funny, too. Going back to the very beginning of the episode, when he comes out from under the car, the camera is sort of ground level, where sort of his point of view, you know, underneath. It's not underneath the car, but it's at that level. And then it pans up her legs to, to her, like he's checking out her legs. Okay. And I guess she is... You know, fine legs. She's short. You can tell she's short. Her legs are sort of stubby. It's not like that long, elegant view of... I'm not a leg guy anyway, but it's not like that long, elegant view of of legs. It's it's literally about 10 seconds just yeah. of pan up because she's so short. Well, dear God, I would hope you're not a leg guy. You wouldn't be with me if you were. My legs are like the shortest legs ever. I'm 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 four eleven and a half, like like literally munchkin sized. Um, 
But yeah, so they start making out. They don't go to the movie because apparently they're just making out the whole night. Is that yeah. supposed to count as a date? Because I would not count that as a date. She doesn't watch a Marx Brothers movie this whole time, which maybe is good. Right? Um, so, you know, he takes her home. They make out more in the car before she goes in. It's mm-hmm. just all making out. I think that counts as a date. Making out? Don't you? No. They didn't talk. They didn't eat. They didn't participate in an activity. They just made well, they, out. They participated in an activity. <laughs> Making out is an activity. I don't know. I, I think that, you know, some some kind of formal uh, event should occur on a date, especially for a first date. Well, yeah, uh, probably. Um, but whatever. I mean, we don't always go out. Yeah, but it's not a first date. We've been dating a long time, so, you know... And, and but if, when we don't go out, I don't kind of as a date at all. Okay. I just um look at it as us hanging out, and spending time together. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, like I said, her dad doesn't like this at all, and actually says to her that you know he doesn't want her going on the, on another date with Dylan because he wants to take her out. And she's like, "Well, I'll just make plans with Kelly instead." Yeah. Like, like who doesn't know that means she's still going out with him. Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I agree. But, and she says to Brandon, you want to help me out here? Since Dylan's his friend and and Brandon's basically like, uh, you know, he, he kind of fumbles around. And then his dad says he's got nothing to add to this. Right. Well, it really isn't his place. And I think she was putting him in a shitty situation. Yeah. Well, as we find out, he's not super thrilled about this either. Right. Yeah, I mean, for even, different reasons. Even though him and Dylan are friends, you know, he he doesn't uh, doesn't trust that Dylan's not going to you know just hurt Brenda because apparently he has a reputation with girls. Well, I think it's part of it is that he doesn't want her to hurt Brenda, and part of it is that it's his friend, and he doesn't want to lose his friend to a relationship with his sister. Basically, yeah, he doesn't ever say that though. No, but I think that's part of it. I agree. It probably is. Um, have you ever had that issue with your siblings? With my siblings? Yeah. No, they're too they're too much older than I am. Yeah, I'm in the same boat with that. So if if any of my like if my sisters had dated any of my friends, that would have been super creepy. Yeah. Because my my sister that's closest to me in age is eight years older than I am, and the other one is fourteen years older than <laughs> I am. So yeah, that would have been that would have been odd. Yeah. What about your cousin? Uh, no, no, she hasn't dated anyone that I'm friends with. Okay. So, I mean, I suppose if that ever happened, it would depend on the friend and what kind of couple that couple they would make. Right. I can see how it would get awkward or even just like your own friends dating would be awkward. I yeah. Mean, any, any kind of change like that. I have had that happen where a friend has dated another friend. That's kind of weird. Yeah. What happened? Well, they just, they go off. On their own. You, that, I mean, it's basically the, you know, exactly what you would think. So we used to all hang out together. There was like four of us or no, five of us. And then two of them started dating each other. And so the three of us would hang out and those two would be paired off someplace else. And the, the occasional times when they would hang out, all five of us would still hang out together. They'd be making out in the corner or whatever. Oh, that's annoying and rude. Yeah. 
Okay, so um, Brendan does talk to Dylan about his concern. His name's still Brandon. Brandon <laughs> talks to Dylan about If he ever concern. changes his name to Brendan, I'll let you know. Okay. And um, he ends up pissing him off. Like, he's all offended and like, I wouldn't do that to your sister. Like, Yeah, and that's the thing is, I think that, well, I guess Brandon doesn't know Dylan super well at this point. But as I mentioned to you when we were watching the episode, even if Dylan has a reputation for kind of whoring around, I would think he's a good enough guy that he wouldn't do that with Brandon's sister because of out of respect for Brandon and because of the relationship that they have. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, unless he was a total asshole, which he's not. Um, so he's supposed to take Brenda out and her girlfriends come over and it's this really, like you said, it's kind of a weirdly filmed scene where she's just trying on a bunch of outfits and they're doing her hair and makeup and they speed it up. So yeah. And there's music underneath it. Yeah. It's very, actually, I guess maybe it kind of is reminiscent of a Marx Brothers film in certain degrees. Oh, maybe that's why they did that. But it, it's a... It's a moment that's filled like it's comedy and none of the rest of the episode is comedy. Right. But the reason they're putting so much into this is because Brenda has decided that she is going to sleep with with Dylan. Yeah. And the other backdrop to this episode that I guess we should mention real quick is that throughout the entire episode, everyone's got to get this form signed so they can go to the, the auditorium to get a special lecture on sex education. As part of the class they're in. The class, I don't know. They don't ever say what it's called. Health. Maybe health. Okay. Yeah, that, that's the name of the class in, in our high school as well. So they have a section on sex education, but it's just kind of in general health. And so everyone's got to get this form signed so they can hear this. And that's sort of a backdrop to the entire episode. Every once in a while, someone will mention either the form or they'll mention that sex education is coming up. Yeah, so um, I guess that maybe is why it's in her mind so much. And then Kelly uh, gives her a condom. Like, Yeah, Kelly comes across as kind of a slut in this episode for, for some reason without actually doing anything because she's not, Kelly's not even dating anyone right now from what we can tell. And she's not having sex at all right now from what we can tell. But everything that she says is so sex-centric. It's like she's living vicariously through Brenda. Yeah. And maybe she is, because she did say that she thought Dylan was was cute. That's true. A couple episodes before. But she says... I mean, she gives her some decent advice, like never trust the guy to have protection. Oh, is that decent advice? Always carry protection. Well, that's... that's, Yeah, don't you think so? I I do. I just think it's funny that you're saying it. I mean, I think that that most men should be responsible, or most, most boys should be responsible... And have their own protection, but as a girl, you want to you want to make sure that you're protected. Yeah, but then girls get looked at like sluts if they're walking around with condoms. Yeah, but you, yeah, you don't blow them up and put them on your head. You don't have to advertise the fact that you have them. Well, what if they fall out of your purse and then the guy sees them and then he's like, "Oh, okay, so I guess I'm going to get lucky." You know, I mean, I agree that you should have them on you. I always do. But that's because we're in a relationship. Um, What I'm saying. Oh, my God, Mom. um, Forget I said that. Uh, (laughs) But I don't think that if you're just starting to date somebody or you're not dating anyone, that you should just be walking around with condoms because it does make you look a little slutty. 
I guess. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't. Not to me. It doesn't. I think you should be smart. I think everyone should be smart and protect themselves. But so she says that. And then she says she's talking about she says something like uh, Brenda says something about romance and, you know, wanting to have connections and, and all this stuff. And Callie's basically like, uh, you know, it doesn't matter kind of thing. Yeah. So she she comes off as very kind of boy crazy and sex crazy in this episode. Although, you know, in Brenda's defense, I mean, romance leads to sex. I don't think there, I don't think there's that much of a gap in between talking about romance and talking about sex. I suppose, I guess. So, <clears throat> they they're getting her all ready to go out on this date where she has decided she's going to sleep with him and then this would be losing her virginity. As, yes. as Brandon yeah. says to Dylan, <laughs> she's a virgin. Yeah. So, I don't know how Brandon knows that. Because they're, they're twins and they talk about stuff and they're close. So he would have felt it if she'd lost her shit. Ew! <laughs> That's terrible. Her hymen breaks and he spills, like, uh, strawberry jam on his face. What the something. hell? What just happened? Oh, I know. What is wrong with you? Oh. <laughs> uh, not okay. Oh, man. But she goes to this film festival. Now, here's the thing. Why Why wasn't he picking her up? She doesn't drive. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and we don't even see how she gets there. So I want to know who dropped her off at Does the film festival. Does she still not have her license? She still doesn't have her license. I remember the episode where she went to, to try to get her license, but she still doesn't have it, huh? Well, I mean, I haven't seen her drive or no one's mentioned anything about her getting a license. That's true. Yeah, he should be picking her up. I agree. But she goes to meet him at the film festival, and he does not show. Mm-hmm. And she stands out there. It is so sad for, like, the whole movie. Yeah. Probably hoping he'll just show up late. It was kind of dumb to wait the entire two-hour runtime of the film, but yeah. Right. So um, she's super hurt and sad. And, like, like Brandon says to him later, um, she, she stays home from school on Monday. Like, she's just depressed all weekend. And um, apparently, you know, Dylan was dealing with some stuff with his dad, I guess. But, like, uh, pick up the phone and, and, and cancel your plans or at least drive over there and tell her so she's not waiting for two hours. What a jackass. Yeah, he should have called and left a message on her answering machine or something. Something, for sure. I mean, even if he called the house and tell Brandon or his parents so somebody goes and gets her. I mean, oh, but they weren't supposed to be together. So he can't leave a message on the answering machine. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true. But as the episode goes on, um, he does, you know, try to, like, uh, make it up to her. He goes to the house to talk to her and explains, you know, that he was dealing with all this stuff and um, that he wasn't trying to hurt her. And then, of course, they end up making out again, like, serious making out. Her dad, his dad is getting indicted. Yeah. He reveals that his dad is getting indicted for an insider trading and he sold the place where they live. They had to move someplace else. And then his dad is skipping the country, leaving somewhere overseas. And he doesn't know exactly where, because if he did, then if they called him to testify, he would have to to tell him where his dad went to. But since he doesn't know, he can just, you know, he it's 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 what they call it. it's not willful ignorance. It's. Oh, plausible deniability. Okay. He has plausible deniability because he doesn't know. He actually doesn't know. He just knows he skipped town, but he doesn't know where. So that's the situation with that. And and then 
She called him and left a message, and he said, oh, they never told me that you called. And she says, oh, now I feel bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? Right. He could have done more to try to get a message to you that, you know, something was going on and he wouldn't be able to make it. Yeah, she said, this is weird, too. She said, some guy answered the phone and said that you were there, but that you wouldn't come to the phone. Mm-hmm. So, like, what guy? Do you think it was his dad? I mean, that seems weird. Or some underling. When they came in before, there was, like, five people in there yeah. talking to his dad. Somebody like that. Somebody shredding documents. <laughs> Who's just like, uh, fuck it, he won't come to the phone by. He probably thought uh, this is an FBI agent or, or something. Right. So, um, they hear her dad coming in. And, like, they're racing for the door. And you can tell they've been making out. Oh, yeah. It's, Yeah. But in, in real life, you can always tell, too, because people's yeah. faces are red and <laughs> their lips are all swollen. Right. So, um, but her dad and Dylan talk, and I think that her dad's going to be better about things now. Yeah, he's he seems to have cooled. Dylan says that he doesn't like what his dad does or mm-hmm. anything like that. And the dad seems to indicate that the real problem that he has is... His daughter getting closer to losing her virginity. Right. Which, you know, who, what dad wants that? Yeah, but still, it's not something that I think that you can, that you can forcibly stop. Right. I just don't think that's realistic. Especially at, you know, 16 years old. Right. So that's pretty much how the episode ends. It looks like uh, Brenda and Dylan are going to be an item now. Yeah, well, that's... That's part of, uh, that's kind of how the episode ends, but something important happens in between Uh-oh, there. Uh-oh, what, what did I miss? So, Steve Sanders negotiates with the teacher to go and pick up the oh, special yeah. guest speaker funny. from the airport. So he picks her up, he takes her to the hotel room, she's supposed to be speaking the next day, and he starts to hit on her pretty hardcore, trying to get, and she, he impersonates the teacher. Pretends yeah. that he's he's the professor. And she says that, you know, she's tired, she's got she's busy or something like that, and she can't go out tonight, but that she'll get his number or something like that. Yeah, she's trying to let him down gently. So the next day they go into the the assembly where she's supposed to be speaking about sex education or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she starts giving her speech, and she starts off by saying that she met a really attractive young man, blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> She's obviously talking about Steve. And she said that he asked her out, but it didn't work. The timing wasn't right. And she said, what I didn't get a chance to tell him, and what I'll have to tell everybody that I go out with in the future, is that I have AIDS. Right. <laughs> and Steve, they cut to Steve's face. And his jaw just drops. (laughs) It's one of the, it's actually one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in this show where though, like you can hear a pin drop, everything stops. And she kind of goes on and talks about uh, how she got AIDS when she lost her virginity. Yeah, it's so sad. And that, you know, she tries to stay strong. The guy that, that gave her AIDS died last year. And... She goes through basically about being safe and, and, and how to, how to make sure that you're protected and all this stuff. 
And so it turns out to be a real kind of inspirational thing. Everyone thinks it's going to be this salacious thing, and it turns out to be a very serious conversation about AIDS. Well, of course it's a serious thing. I mean, why do kids always think health class is going to be, what, it's going to be sexy? Right, it's I know. Not. I know. Especially with the teacher they have, that bearded <laughs> teacher. That's It's not like some supermodel is teaching sex ed to the guys. Right. Or some hunk for the girls, you know. So, yeah, it it's so dumb. I always think it's stupid when, when yeah. people think sex education is going to be anything other than sort of embarrassing. They're not giving you pro tips, guys. They're just going to teach you how it works and right. how to stay safe. Yeah, exactly. As we learned this past year. Yeah, so they, they, they use the banana and the condom, you know. Right. Anyway, so they that happens. And then, so Brenda and Dylan go out you know, talking and everything. I guess they're on a date. They're walking around some cliff somewhere looking out at the city. And she asks him if he's ever had sex without protection. And he oh, yeah. kind of avoids the question at first and says, not lately. <laughs> and the, she says, but ever, have you ever? And he said, yeah. And he basically says, do you want me to get a test? She's like, oh, you do that for me? It is kind of sweet and romantic that he's willing to do that for her, but then he says, no, it's for me. Well, he'd say, actually, I guess I'd be doing it for me. Because, you know, he should probably want to know, too. Right. So, yeah, they they kind of, that's how things end. They don't have sex yet, but once he gets tested and he's all clear. I'm sure they will, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of how the episode ends. So, uh, what did you think of, of the episode in general? Um, I, I thought it was a good episode. I think that, you know, there was some, you know, good points made about, you know, safety and AIDS and everything. And, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I, I wanted to, I, I enjoyed getting to see how her and, uh, Dylan started because, you know, where we left off in the season five that we're watching, um, it looked like they were kind of flirting and, and, you know, there've been references to it, but yeah. we haven't really seen it. So, yeah, I agree. So, it'll be interesting to see where the relationship goes from here, I guess. I mean, we know it's not going to work out, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. 